Sturdy for 30 post-game podcast here. We've got Mike Kegley here. This is the Sturdy for 30 triple-double post-game podcast. As I would assume, it throws up another triple-double. He continues to uh, vault up the player of the year leaderboards, not just in the Big Ten, but also nationally. I, I'm telling you, Mike, I, I've watched a lot of Illinois basketball and these two games against Minnesota. The first one, you're at home, and we, we didn't really know what Minnesota was. This one, Minnesota's 13-1 and one at home, and the next thing you know, Illinois wins by 31, and it's one of those things. Illinois wins by 31, and I'm not sure it was that close. <laughs> what, what are your yeah, thoughts? I, yeah, that was uh, that was quite an interesting game. Um, I remember sitting there in the first half saying to myself, we, we feel like we should be up by a lot more than this, and took a look, and, you know, with, with about three minutes, I guess 357 left in the half, Trey Williams made a three-pointer that made it 34 to 29. And then all of a sudden, uh, if you're a Gopher fan, you should have just clicked the power button on your TV and walked away at that point because Illinois went on to a 14-4 uh, run punctuated by Trent Frazier's three-pointer at the half that made it 48-33. to And at that point, the blowout was on, and the halftime score felt like the whole first half felt like. And then – We've been all talking about this. You and I have had this discussion multiple times this year. Can they play a full game? And they went out and outscored them by 16 in the second half to get that 31-point margin. And I really feel like we saw what this team was capable of tonight or yeah, this I was, afternoon. I was, the only thing I was disappointed in is, that, you know, they, they didn't really extend the lead in the last eight minutes after they were up by 35 or whatever. So <laughs> 32, I guess it was. So, no, it's uh, – <laughs> Pretty, uh, that's a great, that's a great thing to have. <laughs> they actually were up 36. I Go didn't ahead. even realize this 88 52. It was 36 at one point. So no, it's a, it's a huge win. And obviously Desumu gets a lot of the, the press with 19 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds, couple of steals in 32 minutes. But I, I thought this was a complete team effort. I thought Trent Frazier was fantastic with 15 points, um, four assists, three rebounds. I th Jacob Grandison scored 12 points on four shots. And Kofi Coburn has, you know, ho-hum, nine of 12 shooting, 22 points. He made all four free throws, but he only had six rebounds. So I guess he had a rough day. So, no, it's it's just a, a dominant performance. I, you know, and, and to give Minnesota credit, I thought they battled early. Robbins was clearly not 100%. He goes out um, and, you know, he's only – it's it's funny. You look at the plus-minus. He's only a minus 12, and he's probably the best guy on their team among the top guys. And and uh, the rest of them are all minus 28, <laughs> minus 34, whatever it was. So um, I, I thought losing him really hurts them because then they can't really stretch the floor and bring Kofi away from the basket, and, and they there's nothing they can they can do. Um, Illinois defense was just I, – I thought that was outstanding. Yeah, I, I'll tell you the minute – there, the moment that sticks in my brain – and this is where Kofi dis doesn't get anything on the stat sheet. But with about 10 minutes, three seconds left in the game, Carr's, Carr gets the ball down in the post face-to-face -face with Kofi. He looks at Kofi and does a little pump fake. Kofi's right there. He does a little second pump fake. And again, he's all like, I don't know, three feet from the basket. And then finally, he just throws it out for a three-point attempt that, that you know doesn't go in. And then, you know, there you are. Illini are coming back down the court looking for an opportunity to run. Kofi doesn't get on the stat sheet for that. But right then and right there, you know, the defense forces a three-pointer, you know, where guys, you know, not 
taking it with his feet set. Um, and I thought that was the situations that, that, that Minnesota found themselves in throughout the game. Uh, Illinois' defensive intensity was fantastic. And like you said, the supporting cast was stepping up and being very effective out there on the court. You know, Georgie, Georgie had his head in the game, had some nice plays. And Lord knows, Io made some passes and Curbelo made a few, a few passes that were just amazing. Uh, 27 assists for the Illini. I've got to go back and see the last game that we had that many assists. It was really fun to watch. Yeah, no question. I, I, I The one thing, I there were two key stats for this game for Illinois. Um, when you look at Minnesota, they still have not won a game when they've scored under 65 points. And they have still not won a game when they've shot under 45% from two-point range. They Again, El, Minnesota shot 50% from three today, but they only got 16 attempts up. And Illinois really defended the paint well. Um, they're 16 for 38 is, I think, what it was from, from two. So that's, you know, not a good day for them. And so Illinois wins, wins that battle. I, I was really, really impressed with the defensive effort on Marcus Carr. And, you know, Trent Frazier and also Io DeSumo at times. So here's a stat for you. In two games, Marcus Carr, who is fantastic player, especially at home, I'm 22 points a game at home. Fantastic player. He's six of 24 from against Illinois. He has scored one basket with Trent Frazier or Io DeSumo guarding him. And that was on a ball. It was on a sideline ball screen earlier in the game tonight where he goes away from the screen. They were icing it. He goes away from the screen, pulls up and hits a tough shot going to his left with Frazier on him. Sometimes guys make shots, but when you are able to hold the other team's best player to that kind of production in two games, you're going to win. I mean, it's just that simple. You're going to win it. You don't even have to be clicking on all cylinders. And Illinois was clicking on all cylinders today. Yeah, it, and it was funny because Illinois did a wonderful job of contesting shots today. There were very few. I think Mashburn got one um, shot that he didn't that wasn't contested, a three out in front of everybody. But for the most part, every single shot that Minnesota made they earned because they had to go over a defender who was trying to contest the shot. And again, I think we saw tonight what Illinois can do when they've got the, the team playing the defense that we're accustomed to them seeing, but they played it the whole evening or the whole game. And then the other part was so nice was on the offensive end, they were sharing the ball and guys were hitting the shots that they were supposed to hit. Uh, it was quite a game. Yeah, it's a it's a great win for Illinois. It's a huge game for me today, or a huge day for me today, Mike. I got a got a got. I told my daughter I'd shout out to her. She had my freshman daughter scores seventeen tonight in her varsity game, you know. And then my other daughter gets you know has a good game in college, and then Illinois you know wins by thirty one. It's a good day. I mean, I'm I'm having a great day, so I'm pretty excited about this one. But as we kind of look forward now, Illinois now you you gotta put this you know, behind you, they don't really have any easy games left, except maybe the home game against Nebraska on Thursday, where you'd look, say it's easy, but Nebraska competes. So, you know, that'll be tough, but you know, they, they've really got to put it together here. These next three games where you've got, I, I believe it sets up Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Michigan state, Nebraska, and then at Wisconsin, right. You know, at Michigan state home yes. against Nebraska at Wisconsin. So you've got three games that, you know, from a talent standpoint, these are winnable games. They're games that they should win if they play well. If they play well, they're going to win. I mean, it's just that simple. If they play like they did today, 
the only teams that can probably compete with them are maybe Michigan, Ohio State, Baylor, and Gonzaga. I mean, in the country. So, and I'm not sure they don't beat them too. But so as we kind of look at this and we say, you know, what, what do we do? Taking care of business these next three games, how about the last week of the season if they can take care of business these next three games and set up those last two games against Michigan and Ohio State? I mean, how, how fun would that yeah. be? And now, I think, you know, this is what it's all about right now. I mean, you we've it's been so long. Even last year when they were going to make the tourney um, and they had a good run set up and they are going to be – it's been it, – let's be honest, it's been since D. Brown wasn't here anymore that we've had that kind of – this kind of excitement about Illinois basketball. And so it's fun. I'm excited. How about you? Yeah. No, I, I love – I'll tell you what I love is as an athlete, you know, you want to hold your fate in your own hands. And they've got a stretch here of games. Uh, Michigan State scares me a little bit because I've always been one that when I hear people, um, you know, talking down Tom Izzo or putting dirt on his uh, coffin, he comes back. So I'm, I got to be honest with you, they beat they beat a uh, pretty pretty solid Indiana team on the road today, uh, 78 to 71. And now Illinois has got to go in and play them. So I think that's going to be a, a, a hotly contested game. You said it, Nebraska competes, um, Wisconsin, they looked bad against us, but I just have a hard time thinking that they're going to pull that a second time. But that, that week where you can play with your own fate, you can control your destiny against Ohio State and Michigan on the road, who will both be top 10 teams, probably one of them will be number three and one of them will be somewhere around five to seven. That's what guys like Io and Kofi and you know the coaching staff. That's what they live for, and it is going to be wonderful to watch. Obviously, as a fan, we're going to be on pins and needles, um, but I think it's exciting. And then I am kind of hurt because of all the things that you talked about today. Having a podcast with me didn't come up on there, and I'm a that's, little bit I'm a little bit hurt. That's my bad, and I, I should have mentioned that. That should have been the top of the list right there. So having a podcast yes. with Mike Tagley. <laughs> the Illini guy himself. So as we go through, you know, Illinois wins at 94, 63, exciting game. I mean, just a ton of, ton of action up and down there. There were eight dunks, you know, 13. I mean, just so much fun to watch uh, them get up and down the floor, the defensive intensity, the ball movement, like you mentioned, 27 assists. So fun, fun game to watch. Um, Illini get the win. I would assume it with another triple double is second in four games. First Illinois player to put up double triple doubles. If that makes sense. So first time, first guy to do it twice in an Illini uniform and only the fourth time it's happened overall. So pretty, uh, pretty elite company there for Mr. Desuma. So let's talk one other, let's shift gears from the team and let's talk individual. Okay. I'm going to make a bold statement. I think I would assume it was the national player of the year, but that isn't it. I'm not sure that Kofi Coburn isn't just as valuable as I Desumu, though. I mean, I think these two guys are two of the most – I think these are the, the best big guy and the best guard in the country when you talk defensively, offensively, and put it all together. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I totally agree with you. And I think the ironic thing is, and I was talking with Connor Kegley, who does our previews for us, and he said it best. He said, Io is the better player between Io and Kofi. But he said, if I was an opposing coach, I would have to try to figure out how I stop on the defensive end and how we're going to get around him protecting the basket on the offensive end. 
So essentially his point was, is despite Io being the better player and probably the player of the year, he said he'd have to game plan for Kofi first because of all the disruption that Kofi causes on both ends of the floor. And I will tell you what, this, this year is as exciting of a year as we've had, obviously since the 0405 team, but I have the same feelings watching this team play that I had with the, uh, the, the flying Illini of, of 89, they are just so fun when they start the higher, you know, the dunks and they start just tearing people apart. Um, I, I'll tell you, you know, I got a lot of hope for this year and it's been a lot of fun and I'm really trying to savor every game because now that I'm old, I know what next year is going to be like if we don't have IO, if we don't have Kofi and how much we're going to miss them because those two guys have made Illini basketball great again and and I will forever no matter what happens I will forever be thankful that those two players chose to come here and I've also been very impressed by their work ethic to improve and what the staff has done to support them to get them to where they're at because these two players are just dominant as you were leading into this question so the Illini wraps it up pretty pretty well I, I think uh, Illinois got two first team Big Ten player, all Big Ten players, two, one first team or probably a second or third team All-American um, in Kofi. So it, great. You know, it's been a, such a fun ride, and they. but there's a lot of basketball left to be played. We've got five regular season games followed up by the Big Ten tournament, then the NCAA tournament. And I, I will tell you this, Illinois may have the loudest fans in attendance if the DeSumo family is allowed to attend. I will say that. That's one good thing they will have going for them. So, um, so that's the uh, – that wraps it up here for the Sturdy for 30 post-game podcast, Minnesota. The line, I get the big win, and uh, they get ready for a big week next week as they got a couple road games at Michigan State, at Wisconsin, a home game against Nebraska, sandwiched between them to set up what could be an epic last week of the season. It says uh, Brad Sturdy was Sturdy for 30, and Mike Cagley from Illini Guys uh, signing off. Thanks for listening. Thank you.